0: Welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some of the things that can go wrong when you're using a manual vacuum to clean out a pool. And this is also called using a system vac when you're using the pool's skimmer to vacuum out a pool and vacuum all the debris into the filter. And I'll go over some of the things that can go wrong while you're doing this. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and Pool Trade Professional's trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy and solutions and expertise to do it right. So I'll start with suction issues, and I'll go over too much suction and, of course, too little suction. And I'll start with too much suction. This happens a lot. Using a cheap vacuum head, a lot of times if the pool is a, a 1.5 horsepower or greater, or if the pump is really close to the skimmer in some cases. When you go to vacuum the pool, your vacuum head, if you have wheels on the bottom, will get stuck to the bottom of the plaster and try as you might to pull the vacuum head off the bottom. You can't get it off and so you have to turn off the pump and it's very frustrating. And this can be solved in a number of ways. The first way I solve this, if I am at a pool with tremendous suction and I've had pools with this problem before, even with my Pentair ProVac, which I highly recommend using the Pentair ProVac. It's a vacuum that's really heavy-duty, it's made for service use, and it rarely will get stuck to the bottom of a pool, especially if it's newer and you have those white strips on the bottom to prevent that from happening. It gives you a good seal there. But there are occasions where my vacuum has gotten stuck at the bottom of a pool with extremely strong suction, and again, it's not common with the Pentair ProVac really but it does happen, especially as the vacuum is wearing out, you'll run into this problem more and more and then you'd probably have to update your vacuum, eventually get a new one. But what I do normally when I have a pool that has tremendous suction, I carry an automatic cleaner cone with me and this cone will go into the skimmer. Now I don't put the cone all the way in because then it's harder to pull out, especially again as this pool has a lot of suction and so I'll put the cone in to where it stays in there fairly well. And if you have a creepy crawly type adapter, you can actually thread it into the skimmer, which is also good. You can partially thread it in there. And then I would stick my adapter in there. And I like using the Hayward flow regulator. And so I carry, again, the cone for an automatic cleaner, and then I carry a Hayward regulator valve for the automatic cleaner. And so I'll set it up to where I have that in the skimmer, and then I'll connect my vacuum hose to the regulator valve and that way if I'm at a pool with tremendous suction I can open up the automatic cleaner type regulator valve and use the manual vacuum with the hose attached to it and reduce the suction that way and it's highly effective and I'd suggest carrying one of these with you if you do pool service if you have a home and you're trying to manually vacuum your pool and you're having just way too much suction you can go on Amazon or go to your local pool store and pick up that cone and also a automatic cleaner regulator valve. And just for reference here in this podcast, the Hayward regulator valve is the Hayward V094P. And you can find that on a lot of sites and you can also find that in your local pool store. And this is the one I like because it's easy to adjust. And this comes included if you buy a Hayward Navigator or Hayward Aquanaut or pool cleaner. And if you do service, I definitely suggest keeping these and collecting these so you can use them in cases like this. Now the cone or skimmer cuff goes by various names and you can find it um the Zodiac Barracuda W70263 um, or the or the uh, Pentair K121110 and Hayward also has a model number, it's the Hayward AV AXV093CP. You can just type in uh, cleaner skimmer hose cone adapter and you can probably find that pretty easily also. So that's kind of my trick when there's too much suction. Now when there's too little suction, this is a problem because you can't do a whole lot to increase the suction and you're gonna be just vacuuming this pool like a turtle and it's very frustrating. Um, One of the things, again, that helps is having a good vacuum head like the Pentair ProVac. And let me throw out the model numbers to this also so you kinda have this also. You can Google it and find it. It's the Pentair R201276214. That's for the smaller 14 inch one. And then you have the Pentair R201286222 and that's for the larger one. I believe it's 22 inches long. And this is for larger pools. I don't recommend this for regular residential pools, but I definitely recommend this vacuum. And so if there's really low suction, this vacuum works fairly well in that case, but there's not a lot you can do except figure out why it has a low suction. A lot of times it's the pump with the issue pump's really old or there's an air leak and you can tell an air leak pretty easily when you connect your vacuum hose and then the vacuum head to it and then the filter psi is at 20. Once you connect your vacuum to it you're going to notice that it drops down to 10 or 5 or you may even lose suction altogether. Disconnect the vacuum hose from the skimmer and then the pump fires right up and the filter psi is at 20 again and therefore you know there's an air leak and so the problem with the air leak is that Uh, When you have that 40 or 50 feet of extra hose, if there's air getting into the system, it can't pull that extra distance. There's a lot of resistance because of the air getting into the system. It typically is at the pump area. There's a discharge area or maybe even the lid on the skimmer uh, on the uh, pump basket. I've had pools where I hook up the vacuum. I go to manual vacuum and it loses suction. and I've just simply lubricated the O-ring or changed the O-ring on the lid and sure enough that was what was causing the loss of suction and I was able to vacuum the pool no problem other times it was much harder to find the air leak and so you have to kind of become a detective and either see you know air relief maybe has a problem or there's something you know at the pump that you don't notice that has the problem and I remember on one occasion the winterizing plug on the pump the o-ring actually had worn out I didn't really notice it I didn't see too much water dripping I wasn't paying careful enough attention, and finally I figured out what it was. So I put a new um, O-ring on that little plug, turned it, turned it really tight, and that solved the air leak. So any air getting in there will stop the pump from pulling the water the extra 40 feet, and you're gonna notice that you're gonna lose suction or have very reduced suction. Another problem also that I find is, if you get to an account, and you may not even notice this, why the skimmer is running, because everything seems to be flowing well, but sometimes there's some debris in the impeller, and this will cause you, when you connect your vacuum, to have very little suction. And so what I like to do in this case, if I notice that there's just poor suction, I'll take out, I'll turn everything off, I'll take out the pump basket, then I'll get my screwdriver and I'll spin the impeller and kind of, you know, hit it with the screwdriver and move it around until I hear kind of a gurgling noise and I know that I got the debris out, put everything back, and usually that solves the problem of having low suction. One of the indicators is that the PSI in the filter will be low, So you're going to see the PSI sometimes at 10 or 5. And that's a good indicator that there's something in the impeller. If there's something in the impeller, you just don't have the suction to pull the water. And so those are simple ways to solve it. Of course, there's some situations where it's not that simple and you just don't have proper suction there. And that's extremely frustrating. And so when you're using the customer system, you can either have too much suction or too little suction. And that's kind of just the nature of using the system vac. One way to bypass all this is to build yourself a portable cleanup pump or get a filter combo, pump and filter combo from Advantage Manufacturing. And this is a basically a cartridge filter and a pump on a dolly. And you can vacuum out customers' pools with this all day long without having to worry about any poor suction from the customer's equipment. And so I have one of these and I love using it on my accounts where I have a couple accounts where the suction is just really bad. One of them, the equipment is extremely old and the customer doesn't want to replace it. The other one has some issues. I'm not exactly sure why the suction is so bad, but I like using this because then I pull it up to the pool and I can vacuum it out and put the water back in no problem. It has this cartridge filter attached to it and I'm not using the customer system. You can also build the portable pump like I mentioned and this will just discharge it to waste. And so you'll just uh, lose some water while you're vacuuming, but you're gonna have really good suction. So another option there if you run into that problem. I highly suggest using a canister when you vacuum your pool or a customer's pool to prevent anything from getting clogged in the line or in the pump basket itself and so you can use a variety of different canisters, you can use a Hayward or the Pentair canister or even the Jacuzzi canister to make a really good leaf canister now and so any of these work effectively to prevent any debris from getting in to the pump basket and I highly recommend not vacuuming, or I highly discourage you to vacuum a pool without a canister, because you're definitely gonna get a pool one day clogged up with debris, or maybe have the pump basket clog up the impeller. Something's gonna happen to where you're gonna do some damage there, and so the canister will prevent any kind of damage or clogs to the system. And it's definitely very easy to do, and I highly recommend that. I also recommend using a high-quality vacuum hose, like the I use a Smoothbore brand. You can't really buy these on a retail basis, but if you look at if you're looking for a good hose at a pool store, you want to buy the most expensive hose they sell, and this will prevent any cavitation. What I mean is that if you're using a cheap hose and the pool has pretty good suction, it's going to cavitate, and it's going to come in on itself and it kind of crink. Uh, Crank—I know that's the right word. It'll kind of like get a kink in it. That's what I'm looking for, and then you won't be able to vacuum. It'll lose suction. So, if you get a high-quality professional hose, like the smooth bore hose, you're not going to have that problem. I think the sweet spot for hose length is 40 feet. A lot of suppliers only sell a 50-foot hose. To me, it's a bit long. A lot of pools you don't need it in, especially in California. Of course, in Texas, 50 feet probably you're going to need it. But here in California and Florida, if you get a 40-foot hose. This will be ideal for most of the pools if vacuum it. Even if the skimmer is on one side of the pool, hardly any of your pools are going to be 40 feet long. And so definitely I would get the 40 foot hose. Now if you do have a pool that has a very really, a really long pool or a big pool, you can easily connect two hoses together with the Hayward hose connector. This is the Hayward AXV092 and you can connect two standard hoses together. So I'll carry a, a 15 foot hose in my truck with this adapter on there. And I do have a couple pools where I'll use it on. I'll connect it to my hose and extend it out and make it a 65-foot hose. I carry a 50-foot hose typically. But you can also get a 40-foot hose like I mentioned, which is probably the sweet spot for most people. I've just always used a 50-foot hose, so I'm kind of used to the extra hose length on that. But a lot of pool guys like the 40-foot hose. And as your hose gets older, a lot of times what will happen is that if you put it in the skimmer and you have a pool with very strong suction it'll actually tear the cuff off the the hose and it'll get jammed in the skimmer and it becomes very difficult to get this cuff out. Sometimes you're going to have to, you know, I've had had situations where you had to have someone use CO2 to blow it out from the pump. A lot of times for me, I can get it out if I'm lucky. I'll get my large pair of channel locks and I can grab a corner of it with the pump off, of course, and pull up on it and I can pull out the cuff. I've done this a couple times successfully, luckily. Um, with a pair of large channel locks where I'm able to get a corner of it and pull it out. Another time I had to use a screwdriver and kind of pry it in there and move it off the side of the skimmer hole enough to where I can get my channel lock on and grab it and pull it out so I've had some pretty good success removing that but your cuff will actually break off at the hose eventually. I don't recommend rebuilding it at that point because then your hose is getting pretty old and usually this will happen when your hose is two or three years old and you're using it of course for service a lot and this will come off. So I definitely would recommend um, replacing the whole hose at that point because I've replaced the cuff before and had problems later with the hose having issues because it was really old. So I get a new hose whenever the cuff breaks off or gets sucked off in the skimmer. And last, I like doing the trick to remove the hose where I pull the vacuum head out and then I'll let the water get sucked out and then I'll pull it out of the skimmer of course, you could have, this could be dangerous if the pool has a lot of suction. I've had occasions where I've done this before and I go to pull the hose out and it's not coming out and then I, the pump loses prime. And of course, I can get it at that point when the pump loses its prime, but the whole point is not to have that happen. So again, you have to kind of know your accounts. And there's some pools where this method is not going to work. So I'll have to turn the pump off, then I'll just pull the hose out and kind of get all the water out that way. There's other accounts, or the majority of them, where you can just pull the vacuum head out of the pool you can watch the air suck the water towards the skimmer, and then you can quickly pull the hose out of the skimmer without having any problems. And that's a quick and easy way to get the water out of your hose. And of course, with that caveat, if, the, if it gets stuck in there and you can't pull it out, you're going to definitely cause the pool to lose prime. But that's kind of how I do it, and that's kind of my trick how to get it out quickly and not have to spend so much time getting all the water out of the hose. So, those are some of the things you have to be aware of when you go to manually vacuum a pool. And I hope you found those tips helpful. If you're looking for more resources, definitely check out my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. And if you're in the industry and you're starting out, or if you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguidecoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show.